This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't be stubborn. No Here doubt. Comes pressure, and Wilson recognized it. Streaks straight up the middle, still spinning, dives for the end zone, touchdown. What a great run. His third rushing touchdown of the game. And that one took some skill. We are watching one of the best college football players in the country. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, Ryan Horvat discussing the NFL draft here on BetQL Daily. We're on Twitter at BetQL Daily. The show airs weekdays 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. Download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast. Uh, Ross, what I want to do here is uh, take a look at the first round and the number of players by position and look at the underdog side and see if we can get there. If there's value on any of these listed at uh, at points bet. Most people have the running back drafted, the first one going to Pittsburgh at number 24. But the plus money side on this bet is under 0.5, meaning no running backs go in the first round. It's been the trend that we've been seeing in recent years. That is, that pays you plus 175. Do you think there's a chance we get we go through the first round next Thursday and no tailbacks go? I think there's a chance. I would say I really only think the, the only running back that would go in the first round is probably Najee Harris. I doubt Travis Etienne would. I think Javante Williams can really play from North Carolina, but I think he's probably a high second round. So is Etienne. It's kind of Najee Harris or bust. And I think he probably goes in the first round. I got to pull up the draft order. I saw the other day, Peter Schrager, who Mm -hmm. I really like and respect from Good Morning Football. He had Washington taking a running back. At 19. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. That doesn't make a lot of sense. I I was like, I mean, I don't think that that's happening. But let's look at it, okay? The the earliest it would be is in the 20s. I, I don't think the Colts would do that. The Titans, obviously not. I doubt the Jets would do that because I think the Jets think at 34, they could get a good running back if they wanted to. Now, I will say this. There's three good running backs. I named them already. We just talked about this um, this week. I I had a running back guru on the Fantasy Feast podcast. And there's a drop-off after the top three. So does that mean teams think I can get one of those three at the top of the second round? Or do teams say, I got to get it? So I think for a running back, you're looking at Jets at 23. I don't think the Dolphins would do it at 18. I just don't see it. Jets 23, Steelers 24, no on Jags, no Browns, no Ravens, no Saints, no Packers. 
The Bills are a possibility. The Bills are a possibility. (laughs) Well, what do you mean again? They keep drafting running backs in the first few rounds. The Bills? Don't they? I'd have to look back. Yeah, it feels like they take one in the third every year, no? Well, you're right. Singletary was third or fourth or whatever he was, and then uh, last year it was Zach Moss. I don't think they're going to do it, though, even though Singletary was bad last year. Chiefs aren't going to do it, and I really doubt the Bucs would do it. So you're talking about one guy at really two spots. 23 to the Jets, I doubt Joe Douglas does that. Or Steelers 24. I guess there's a chance of the Bills, but they need front seven so much. I doubt that they would do it. I'd go under. I'd go okay. under because it's oh. really Najee Harris and the Steelers are bust. So yeah. give me the plus money on the under half a running back. Uh, it could be a quick answer if there's nothing there. There's no other tight end going in the first round, right? The over one and a half, it's plus 325. Almost definitely not. Okay. I like the under one and a half quite a bit. The second tight end is like Fryermuth. He's not going in the first round. So right. um, let me ask you guys about that. Like, obviously, minus 450, right? Like, that's a lot of money. But it seems like it's it's almost a a, a, a sure thing. So how much money do you put down on something when, you know – the running back one would have been awesome last year until the Chiefs took Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at 32. Yeah. It's, yeah, at minus 450, and the over-under is, I think, 48 and a half. Yeah, for Fryer Booth, like, I see PointsBet has it at 48 and a half. Circus Sports has it at 46 and a half. You don't want to say lock, but why would you move? Why would you use one of your first round picks to take him in the second round? To take him in the first, we can get him mid second, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, I think under there, even though it's minus four fifty, I still think that's the place to be. Okay, good, good. Uh, what about wide receiver? We know the top few guys that will go probably in the top fifteen. The number is set at four and a half. Uh, the plus money is on under four and a half. So over is the favorite, minus 223. Under four and a half is plus 170. Could we go four less? I I think there's a chance of that. I really do. Because after the top three, I feel like teams are going to be like, yeah, there's Elijah Moore, there's Rondell Moore, there's Kadarius Toney, but we can get one of those guys in round two. I, you know, there's Terrace Marshall, there's all these guys. And I think some of these teams are going to hold off and say they can get a guy like that in round two. So I kind of think, look, I think one more of them will go, but I kind of like the under four and a half. I think, I think there might be a chance that some of these other guys, people wait on them in the second round because there's a lot of them. So I would go under four and a half with the uh, plus money there. A lot of these under bets look like this is this could be the way to go because people like to bet overs. What do you think, Corvette? Any of these uh, offensive positions? You like any of these plays? Yeah, I like Travis Etienne a lot for the Bills. Um, I mean, I like all three of the backs that Ross brought up. I think they're all three complete backs. But I just think, you know, if you look at the Bills last year, they were great, but they didn't really run the football. I mean, Josh Allen was their leading rusher. 
yeah, they have went with Singletary. They went with Zach Moss, who I kind of like on short yardage situations. Maybe you'll use him on the goal line. But I think ETN would be a perfect back for him. I'm with you guys on the under and wide receivers just because I don't want to overreact to what we saw last year because last year was the deepest wide receiver we class we've seen in how long. And then you see, like, a lot of the value that some of these teams got in the second round, like a T Higgins or even late, you know, with uh, Chase Claypool. So I'd go under on receivers uh, in this draft. I'm like, I'm liking that. Did I tell you guys last week? So um, 23 wide receivers have gone in the first round since 2015. Yeah. Two have made a pro bowl, Amari Cooper and Justin Jefferson. So I guess I think you combine that with all the success of the second round receivers and the depth, there's so much depth at receiver again this year. I think teams are going to think they can get a good one in the second or third round. I, I like that. That's a that now look, there's going to be four. Somebody else is going to take one of the Moores or Tony or Rashad Bateman. The question is, do two of them come off the board? What about cornerback? Premier position. Um, not a ton of juice on either side. Now the favorite is under four and a half. Over is minus 105. How many corners are going going to go in the first, Ross? I like the under here. I, wow. I like the under here as well. Sertan is going in the first round. Mm-hmm. J.C. Horn's going in the first round. I believe Caleb Far. Well, I believe Caleb Farley will go in the first round. His number is 22 and a half. Yeah, somebody will take him. And I think one more will go in the first round. Probably Greg Newsom okay. from Northwestern, but I think that you're going to be able to 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 not get that fifth guy. I think that fifth guy might last till early in the second. I mean, we'll see, obviously, but I'd probably lean under there as well. And because of the payout, this is the one everyone wants to know about, and it's a sexy position: quarterbacks. There's no six quarterback, right? No, no, nobody's nobody's moving up to take Davis Mills. It's not happening. Uh, by the way, I'm just looking at it again. I really like the under four and a half corner. Really like the under four and a half corner. I don't see any of these other guys going. And then for quarterback, correct, Joe. You know, and, and even like, I'd like to see like what Davis Mills and some of these guys. So I love the under five and a half, although it's minus 400. But yeah. I'd like to see the over-under for some of these guys. They always act like these guys are all going in the second round. Uh, Kellen Mond and Davis Mills. It just doesn't happen. I got, him, a- I got him right here. Well, let's look at Circus Sports. Here's Kyle Trask is 75 and a half. Mills is 60 and a half. Um, and then who else? Well, geez. They posted Ian Book at 229 and a half. Mond is 90 and a half. I don't even know that we're going to get a second-round quarterback. I'm going over on all those guys. My philosophy on that is how many teams really need a quarterback? And the ones that do are going to get one with the first-round pick. The other ones, I think, will say, okay, we didn't get our next guy. We can wait till third or fourth round for a developmental guy. So many times these guys that are supposed to go round two – it just doesn't happen. They end up going round three. Or, think about like um, uh, Connor Cook and Dak Prescott and all these guys. They make it sound like these guys are late first round picks. And then they end up not really even going until later. Jake Fromm. 
Yes. Here, I mean, the names last year where these guys were just sitting there waiting day three, day four. What are your thoughts on the on the defensive tackles in this draft, Ross? Because that's what I want in Green Bay. Everybody keeps talking about wide receivers and DBs, but I'm just sick of watching Kenny Clark get double teamed and Zadarius Smith double teamed on 98% of their snaps. I think they need some help on the defensive line. Do you like the, the down linemen in this draft? Oh, you know what I like right now looking at this is defensive linemen. Yeah. Four and a half. Over or under on that? I'm taking the over. Because defensive linemen, that gives you D tackles. I think one will probably go, Christian Barmore. And then D ends, I'd be surprised if three D ends don't go. Quiddy Pay, yeah. uh, probably Jason Olway from Penn State, Jalen Phillips, Rousseau. Uh, and that's it's minus 223, which isn't too bad. I like the over four. Oh, no, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Over four and a half is plus 110 for D Lyman. That that might be my favorite bet of all right now. Really? Over four and a half for the D Lyman. They're D Lyman, man. It's a very important position, and you're going to be able to get pretty decent ones later in round one. I like the over four and a half there a lot. Yeah, I feel like nobody's talking about pass rushers in this draft. And I mean, well, because where are they? Right? Right. All right, we're going to continue the NFL Draft conversation. Mike Dettelier will be here to to discuss his NFL Draft Guide and all the players that he's been watching over the last few years in the SEC. It's Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, and Ryan Horvat. You've got BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network.